Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Football Chase Podcast. It's Isaac Signs with you again on this Wednesday. And joining the podcast today is Broncos defensive end, Draymond Jones. So, Draymond, thanks again, man, for taking the time. How are you doing today? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me. I'm um, excited to do this. Awesome, man. Well, I know you finished up the season fourth year in the NFL, Draymond. 47 total tackles, 24 solo Nine tackles for loss, six and a half sacks. That was tied for a career high. One forced fumble, 13 starts for the Denver Broncos. So, Draymond, you know, a lot of players come into the NFL and you evolve over time, some quicker than others. But how have you been able to develop in the league? What makes you confident that your best football is ahead of you? Um, man, my development, I feel like it's been crazy. Uh, especially when I felt like, you know, I guess a lot of the – top interior D linemen have better opportunities than me to really get a chance to get going. You know, my first couple of years in the league, I wasn't starting. Uh, last year, I started some the most games I ever did up until this year. So uh, it's been a transition. I haven't have a lot of I don't have a lot of starts under my belt. So um, my legs are still fresh and springy. So I have a lot more to do. Now, Draymond, you do have position versatility, which is what makes you such a coveted player for the Denver Broncos. You can play defensive end. You could play the three technique. You can even play inside a DT. And so how much pride do you take in being able to play pretty much every spot on the defensive line? I take a lot of pride in that, man. My versatility has been my, my strong since I've, since I've been playing football competitively at high school level. And um, it's made me a smarter player, definitely a better player. Um, I think my my intuition, my me being me having that instinct has gotten better because of my ability to do it all. So I'm appreciative of that. Draymond, I'm going to take you back, man. Week eight of the 2022 season. And I want to bring this up because this is always cool, an accomplishment for players. The NFL has AFC, NFC players of the week. Well, you were named that in week eight against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seven tackles, three for loss, a sack, and a 21-17 win over the Jacksonville Jaguars that went on to win their division and get into the playoffs. Now, I know a lot of players are keeping tabs on those accolades throughout the year. How cool mm-hmm. was that for you to add that to your resume? Um, it was, it's, it's super cool to me. I love it. Uh, I did it my rookie year, and um, I was, me personally, I should have had another one earlier in the year, but I think... I lost to the dude, the corner for the Chiefs, who had a 100-yard like pick six. I think that was BS, but, you know, it is what it is. But I'm happy to have two under my belt. Um, I, not a lot of players get, to, get a chance to say they've done that before. So I'm definitely grateful. Yeah, man, that's awesome. When I saw that, I was like, that's cool for a player such as your stature, a player that continues to grow and emerge in the NFL. Now, there's a lot of teammates, Draymond, that you've had, of course, going all the way back to when you first started playing the game of football. But since you've been in Denver – is there a current or a former teammate that has been really instrumental in your success in the league? Um, I, I can name a, a bunch of, of former players that, you know, I've really appreciated it. You know, and that's necess- not necessarily from a football, like, aspect or the X and O's, more so of a leadership standpoint. Um, I think I got to show respect to uh, Shelby Harris, um, Mike Purcell, Deshaun Williams, uh, Vaughn. I just watched him every day. It was amazing for me. And in my first three years there, uh, Bradley, Bradley Chubb, he was um, amazing to watch from all from pass rush standpoints as well. Um, it's so many more. It's so much more. But those are the, I guess, the the top ones off the off my head. 
Well, you did play for a defensive-minded coach for a couple of years, Vic Bangio, as you entered the NFL. And Bangio, of course, is regarded as one of the top defensive minds in the NFL. So what did he do, and how did he alter your trajectory in the NFL as a defensive player? I mean, first and foremost, I think Vic was the first one to really believe in me. He drafted me. I think I think he stood on the table and, and wanted to pick me. So I'm forever grateful for uh, Vic Fangio and what he's done to help me boost my career. Uh, forgot to mention him. I mean, but uh, yeah, he's he's been int- instrumental for me, and I appreciate him so much for uh, doing the things he's done. I, I don't think I'll be here today if he didn't have that belief in me from the beginning. All right, so it's been four years, Draymond. You've been up there mile high in Denver. You've obviously been a part mm-hmm. of the community. You've been playing for the franchise how have you enjoyed it, man? I mean, what's it been like being a Denver Bronco, going out there on game days in front of the home fans, going out in the community? What can you say about it? Um, first and foremost, the, the fans of the community have been nothing short of great. Uh, I love how they respond. They're always there, thick and thin. Um, I've appreciated so much out of them you know, these past couple of years. Uh, not to say this is, this is necessarily the end. I don't want to make it sound like this is the end. Right. And I'll be, uh, I mean, I'll save that for later. But um, if that time comes. But uh, I think they're, this is an amazing fan base. Probably one of the best. Uh, maybe I'm a little biased with my Cleveland fan base because I'm from there and I know how to get down. But um, they're definitely one of the best. And uh, this organization has been nothing but great. Uh, we've had we've had some, some, some shit seasons, though, uh, that – have definitely hurt me because you know we I've worked so hard to be a part of greatness and then we don't produce down the field as a team so that always sucks but uh I do love the organization the locker room is is overly special to me I do hear from all the older players that I ran into that there's not a locker room like this one that we had in this past season and it's hard to walk away from that so um man I just overall just appreciated my time in, in Denver overall like I love everything about it and Hopefully, I can still love everything about it. Well, Draymond, that's a perfect segue, man, right into the next question. I mean, your rookie contract is indeed up at the start of the new league year, March 15th. If no deal is struck between you and the Broncos by that deadline, March 15th, there's a chance that you could hit free agency. And now, I know you just spoke about how fond you are of the Broncos organization. And, you know, that's special because I think players develop such strong connections with fan bases and team personnel and all that good stuff that makes the morale of a player in an organization stay at a high level. But for you, Draymond, I mean, have you had any contact with the Broncos front office about a new deal as we approach free agency? Um, yeah, we've had contacts over this since the offseason and that has begun back in January for us. Um, nothing has been finalized. We definitely have, have had positive talks. Um, nothing definitive yet. Uh, I don't want to throw any numbers out there of what they said or what it could have been, you know. So it's probably a lot of naysayers saying this number, that number, and what I deserve and what I don't deserve. But um, we've been in contacts, contact, and, uh, you know, hopefully both parties, myself and uh, the Denver front office, come to some type of conclusion within the next few weeks. Now, you know the Denver Broncos, Draymond, obviously moved in a different direction at the head coach position, bringing in Sean Payton, a Super Bowl winner, and then Vance Joseph is back in Denver as a defensive coordinator. So, seeing those two hires, Draymond. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly 
an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Uh, Sean Payton, Vance Joseph in the building. How much more interest does that give you to stay in Denver? Um, It doesn't help a little bit. No, players move me more than coaches do. I mean, just because, you know, coaches coach, players play from that aspect. But uh, I, I do know both those coaches have a, a good, well-renowned um, background, uh, especially uh, Coach Sean Payton. Um, always about winning. And I've heard nothing but greatness about him. Uh, Vance Joseph, I heard he a, was a great D.C. when he was here. I missed him. I was, I was a year too late. Every night I got Vic, thankfully. I'm, I'm cool with that. But um, I've heard nothing but positive things about both those coaches. So um, hopefully I can get that opportunity to work with them. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think Denver overall got uh, two, you know, two stars at, at the coaching position. Draymond, if no deal is struck between now and the start of free agency, I'm sure you're going to explore your options on the open market. What are some priorities for you when it comes to identifying potential landing spots? That's a, that's a tough question, I'm not going to lie. This is my first time going through this. Uh, I go from you know the draft to trying to get drafted to trying to get signed to, a, I guess, a monumental deal that can um, you know, show how somebody appreciates me. Uh, my, my thought process is just being going into open arms. You know, I'm not living in myself. Um, I think it's no secret that I do want to see the open market just to see what's out there for me. I want to see what I'm worth. Um, you know, I know the grass isn't always green on the side, but sometimes the grass can be greener. So, I mean, I'm playing both both sides of, you know, I, I do love being here. But at the same time, uh, I do want to see what's out there for me. And, um, you know, ultimately, my number one priority is to, you know, maximize my opportunity, you know, and I don't want to stray away from the fact that I do want to be in Denver, but I do want to see the open market. Now, Draymond, it's worth noting that the franchise tag deadline is coming on March 7th, and, you know, the Denver Broncos, they don't want to lose a player such as yourself that continues to be an impact player and a cornerstone piece for a defense. Now, has the franchise tag been discussed at all in those talks with the Broncos? Uh, Not to my knowledge. I have no knowledge of that. Nope. Okay, now I have to ask you this one, man, because, you know, there is a plethora of Ohio State alumni in the NFL, some of the top players in the NFL coming from that prestigious university, Draymond, and I know you got a lot of teammates, man, around the NFL. Have any of those guys started to chirp a little bit and say, hey, Draymond, give us a look over here on this prospective team? I mean, has the recruiting process from some of your former teammates begun yet? No, nah, I haven't heard any word about that. I think everybody's kind of just on stay in their own lane and, and like figure out what they got going on for their team, like perspective for me. I'm pretty sure none of my none of my old D linemen want me to come to their team and possibly I don't know take any possible money. They, I mean, outside of Nick, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure no one's gonna want me to be there <laughs> and take anything from their pockets. Yeah, yeah. If to me, yeah. 
I got you, man. Now, you mentioned the uh, free agency process, and, and I've spoken with some players that have been through that. And some of them say, man, it's hectic, especially if you hit the open market. You're going to have to deal with all kinds of teams. You're going to monitor different needs uh, from teams. And of course, your agent does handle a lot of that stuff. If you do get to the market, I mean, how much involvement are you going to want in that? Are you just going to say, you know what, let my agent handle the main course and you kind of just are staying informed throughout the process? How do you see that unfolding? Um, um, my goal is to be heavily involved in it. Uh, probably pretty much any conversation he's had, I want it's expected to be reported back to me. Uh, you know, this is a, a partnership between me and my agent. Uh, he does represent me, but also represent myself. So there's that fine line between um, my agent and I doing our, our, our roles. He does negotiation and, and the talking, you know, with the front office because, you know, that's more of the legal side of the football. But everything will report back to me directly. I'm not going to just hear about what's going on. And then he said this is the best place I should go. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to have some autonomy into what I do and what I choose. Well, that sounds like a pretty smart move because now you're able to understand and learn, you know, what's on the table. And so that does go into the details of the agent player relationship. But we talked a little bit about this uh, off the air, Draymond. I mean, what have you been up to, man, in the off season? Where are you currently residing and what does your training schedule look like right now? Um, right now, I have been doing a lot of lifting, not too much. Um on my, uh, not a lot of movement with my body, like just like, you know, like auxiliary stuff or not really like, well, lower body auxiliary stuff, nothing with plyometrics. I'm just doing straight upper body right now. Um, and my off seasons, I, I'm staying in Denver, man. I'm in Denver. Any plans to travel, man, with the family this off season? Or are you just trying to stay in Denver and, and continuing to train? No, I got, I got, I got a lot of like back, you know, personal stuff going on, you know, behind the scenes. So I can't just like go travel a lot. I've traveled a little bit. Uh, I took, I took some visits to, with some friends in Arizona. Uh, after the, after the season, we all went to Aspen, oh, the defense and like three offensive guys, three or four offensive guys came, but those are all the only trips I've made so far. I have to ask you this, Draymond, and I know that you're probably not very happy about it, but your mm -hmm. division rival, the Kansas city chiefs won another super bowl a couple of weeks ago what are your thoughts mm -hmm. on that, man? <laughs> I mean, sure, it, it is. I kind of it is what it is, you know. I I'm not first of all, I'm a competitor, so I really don't care who won. I, I didn't play both teams. I didn't sack both quarterbacks, so um, I wasn't really tripping about you know the outcome of the game that much. You know, it does sucks to see them, them boys win. Uh, I, I haven't beaten them since I've been in the league. I haven't I mean I've come close a couple times, but. You know, close ain't good enough for me, especially coming from old state where, you know, that wouldn't happen. So things like that, you know, have been pissing me off. But, you know, it is what it is. I, it's, it's all competitive hate. You know, there's no genuine hate. You know, I, I do wish everybody on that team success and and safety, you know, for the whole team and organization for the Kansas City Chiefs. But uh, football-wise, F them. And I'd imagine, Draymond, that if it's in Denver, right, hopefully you, it sounds like you want to be there, or if it's elsewhere, Going to a team that is built to contend for a Super Bowl, I'm sure, is atop your list, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I do want to be part of something great. Well, there you have it. It's Draymond Jones, man. I appreciate you taking the time on this Wednesday afternoon, man, to chat some football, talk about your upcoming free agency, and I know that the right situation will present itself, whether that's with the Broncos or another team, man. You're a great player, have a lot of respect for you, and I certainly hope that whatever you are desiring on the open market or in terms of what you're going to get 
in a couple of weeks. I hope it's what you see fit, and I wish you all the best, brother. Oh, man, thank you. I, I appreciate you and your kind words. And I, I appreciate you looking out for me, man. Uh, There's not too many good people out there in, in these days. So, you know, thank you for this invitation. And, you know, I appreciate it. No problem, Draymond. Hey, man, take care. God bless. And uh, we hope to hear from you soon, man. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.